There we go, and we're recording. Um, welcome to uh, the Perthshire Hour podcast for the 25th of January, 2023. Um, as I said last week, we're starting to do a bit more of a... Yep, sorry, I've got that too loud. Uh, we're starting to do a bit more of a kind of um, formatted um, sort of set up for the, the episodes. The overall idea is just to, because it's a podcast now and not just a live event, um, I used to kind of freewheel it a bit and just kind of jump around and see what everybody was saying and doing. I think the easier uh, way to do it when it's a podcast is uh, to kind of try and oops, uh, try and kind of come up with uh, a, a layout that hopefully will keep people interested, and give you some content that you'll find useful yourself. Um, so uh, I'll get on with it, shall I? Um, so this week uh, I'm going to do um, basically what will be in this week's episode will be uh, an introduction to a Perthshire business. Uh, toy shop called Fun Junction. Uh, I don't know how familiar any listeners would be with it. Uh, basically it's based in uh, Perth and in Creef. They're kind of head office areas in Perth. That's where all the kind of uh, all the, the guts of everything that goes on uh, is. Um, so I had a, a chat with them quite a while ago uh, in a different capacity for an interview for something. I've kind of nabbed some of the stuff. Um, also kind of updated bits and pieces um, with them. So thanks to Fun Junction for kind of um, that interview a while back. Um, and as I say, I'll, I'll get that wee story out in a second. Uh, next up will be a kind of a, a look at authenticity and kind of um, how you can um, help build your online presence a little bit using uh, a bit more kind of um, identity centric kind of model on your your posts rather than just keeping doing product 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 product, which is absolutely fine. But uh, the all social media feeds are full of product 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 now so this is just an attempt to kind of explain certainly from my own experience um, ways that sometimes you can kind of show uh, your business in a slightly different light kind of highlight what's different about you yourself so uh, as I say uh, that's uh, so that's as as we were doing last week we've got a a more sort of specific story about a local business Uh, we'll do a little bit of um, social media uh, advice and then following that I'm just going to run through a few kind of local events that I've seen that are on. Um, I haven't had any sort of specifically pointed towards me uh, this week, so uh, I'm just going to kind of wing it. But uh, I'm always up for hearing about what's going on locally. It certainly makes my job a lot easier. So if you have an event that you're involved in or that you know about in the Perthshire area, please let me know. Uh, there's lots of different ways to do that. So predominantly, I would say contact form on uh, the Green Flame dot uh, uk website uh, but beyond that uh, you can contact me in various different um, social media um, so it's, oh sorry it's green flame creative so i always forget the creative bit <laughs> um green flame creative uk that's where you'll find the list of sort of previous episodes of the, the podcast um but it's also um got the contact facilities on there for, for getting in touch with me and um, either doing a story request you know to, to be a part of bigger feature in the, the podcast uh, or you can kind of tell me about a, an event or something else that you've got coming up within your business organization or you know that you yourself as a, a person creative might be involved in and you'd like to tell people about so uh, first up we've got fun junction um fun junction started their life over in county place uh, quite a number of years ago now um, which uh, their original store was opposite the library uh, and it was a good spot uh, for them to kind of build up that loyal customer base that they, they've got all, uh, enjoyed in the Perth area for a long time um, but when they moved into the old high street it let them show their shop off to a whole new audience 
uh, people were passing by as they were heading into the high street. Um, they're between Thimble Row Car Park and uh, the, the high street, the pedestrian high street, but they're in Old High Street in Perth, uh, near the near kind of renovated um, church uh, area. Um, the new position is, they moved into a, a shop in the corner, but they've now moved into another shop, one over from where they were. Uh, it's where PD Malix used to be, and it's given them a lovely warm space to show off their wares, and it gives them enough room for a train play, play table and a few other items to be open in store and show off um, to customers, let customers have a wee try of different games and things. So the folks at Fun Junction, uh, they try to offer a good mixture of traditional toys and new favourites. Uh, they explained that though the toy industry seems to change from year to year, uh, there are constants like the puzzles, the games, dolls, pretend play, construction toys. Uh, the specifics um, change, but many of the ways that children play, uh, you would imagine would be uh, recognisable to grandparents or even great-grandparents. Um, we like to think that kids nowadays are so different, but they, they play very similarly. Um, and uh, certainly Fun Junction, they seem to have spotted that as well. Uh, Fun Junction used to provide more educational products, but the schools in the local area uh, have started to find it a little harder to use a local shop. It's because of the, the new system that was um, implemented a number of years ago by Perth and Canoss Council, uh, PCOS, which basically means you have to register as an approved supplier. There's lots of good reasons behind it that they totally understand, uh, but it certainly put a wee spanner in the works for what had been quite a good working relationship with local schools. Uh, but thankfully that's Fun Junction managed to register themselves on PCOS um, so they're starting to see that aspect of their business pick up again thankfully. Um, so they had a few orders um, in uh, 2022 and 2023 doesn't look like it'll be much different. I think we'll see more uh, teachers coming in and get in touch. So if you, if you are a local teacher, if you know a local teacher, uh, they are on the PCOS system. So if you want to actually physically see the things you're getting to use in your classroom before you order them, um, you can walk into Fun Junction and, and try out things and talk to them about it, um, so which is quite a nice feature compared to some of the other ways that you might um, procure things for your school. Uh, so I asked them about what their most popular lines are. So certainly throughout 2022 they were saying uh, one of their most popular lines was uh, one, it was a craft set from a company called Yugi. Um, so that's a sort of mixture between a jigsaw puzzle and a construction set that's got glue inside it, inside the packet so it just lets kids kind of you know disengage from the screens for a bit and they can uh, enjoy doing something kind of with their hands and sort of paying a bit more attention to uh, how things interact in the world. Um, so the range is fully made is made up of these kind of round and cutesy versions of, of wildlife um, so they've got like kind of cutesy pandas or even a cutesy velociraptor um, so it's for, for kids of all sorts of uh, walks of life um, and interests. Um, the only other products that managed apparently to outsell uh, the, the Yugi were the Pokemon cards and Lego. So that's uh, not something you would expect in a toy shop. I think they would, you know, the, you'd picture a few other kind of uh, TV advertised lines to overtake. Um, so it, they did say it was a pleasant surprise to hear that something so crafty is holding on to the top spot in store. Another surprise for Fun Junction has been the growing interest in their range of Tonys. Uh, Tonys are a small sort of toy figure and you pop it on top of a box and then the box will tell a story uh, based on the figure that you're holding. So you pop a Gruffalo on, it'll tell you the story of the Gruffalo. You pop the Gruffalo's child on, it tells you the story of the Gruffalo's child. So you have to use Tonys approved toys because they've got the little device inside the toy that activates the box and helps tell the story. 
Um, and uh, it was kind of a bit niche by the sense of things a few years back when they when they set up with it, but uh, it's definitely built up a bit of a following. Um, it's a screenless way for children to be entertained, um, but also there's a toy they can pick it up off the top of the twenty box and they can still just play with this little toy figure. So a bit of pretend play and you know there's a lot of good things going for it and um, sounds as if they're quite pleased to see that building into a more um, popular range. They've got collectors of Tony figures apparently in both their Perth and Creef stores that come in fairly regularly to pick up a new Tony so that kids have got a new story to listen to. Um, so they've also told me about their Christmas club. Now it's a strange time of year to be talking about that. Um, they run this every year apparently and um, so they've got a layaway service in store uh, where you can kind of customers can either order items if it's you know if there's enough time for that before Christmas uh, or they can just pop aside items and then they sort of pay off that item through the course of the year so if you started in January you get to spread your costs quite considerably um, it's something a lot of stores used to run um, but certainly Fun Junction has uh, continued that kind of idea um, it's uh, you know as I say it's something that's probably quite far from people's minds at the moment but it's uh, there's definitely an opportunity if someone was to start now uh, to get quite a bit of the way towards the preparation for Christmas uh, from now until December this year um, they'll also store the toys in the back for you um, so if you have the stuff paid up it doesn't mean you have to come and collect it straight away um, you, they'll keep a hold of it until you need to come and collect it so it saves the chance of someone getting an early peek in at their gifts um, personally I also like if I'm doing one of these kind of interviews um, I like to ask retailers about some of the more unusual requests that they've had in store um, and uh, Fun Junctions was quite a good one so I thought I'd share it here uh, so Fun Junctions uh, more unusual requests started with a phone call uh, the would-be customer asked about the range of cars that they had in stock and they were told what was available on the shop floor. The staff had a quick check in the stock area to see if they'd missed anything in the back and the customer on the phone sounded pretty interested in one of the cars in particular and he asked about the price and uh, the customer seemed pretty surprised at how low the price was and uh, the staff member that was on the phone said, no, don't worry, it's okay. If you want one of the more sort of collectible style ones, the sort of larger, you know, more kind of um, display things, we can certainly look into ordering that for you as well. And the customer explained that no, no, that probably wouldn't be appropriate either because they were looking for something quite a bit bigger than uh, uh, a collectible car. And apparently they'd managed to uh, call a wrong number and for the entire time they'd been on the phone with uh, Fun Junction, they thought they were talking to a car dealership. So there we go. A very interesting kind of turn of events for the, the customer but there we go um, so as I say uh, this is the kind of thing we're going to try and run each week and um, if you've got fun stories about your business that you'd like to share or something interesting about the history of your business I mean like we had McCash's last week we were uh, talking about how long-running McCash's is it predates America so it's uh, quite a, a well-established Perth business uh, and Fun Junction this week. Hopefully it's kind of filled you in on uh, one of our kind of nice independent uh, local shops. Um, certainly there's loads of things to explore in there. Um, but having a dedicated toy shop, we've got so many things in store. I didn't get a chance to really talk about all of it, but I think hopefully you get an idea from what we've gone through there. Um, next up on tonight's uh, itinerary is um, we're going to look at um, social media. Um, now, as I say, that's kind of my my area of expertise I kind of work with uh, clients to help them with their social media but I also help set up websites and for a long time I helped with uh, blogs as well 
and uh, I thought tonight might be a good opportunity to explain the nature of a blog, um, but also how that can be adapted for more video-centric uh, social media platforms like um, YouTube and TikTok. Um, so in terms of uh, developing a brand on social media, uh, a lot of people will band around the concept of authenticity. And the idea is that this allows the kind of the customer, client, you know, somebody that's coming across to your channel to engage on a real personal level with your business. Um, tricky thing is, um, everything about social media has a slightly manufactured feel to it. Um, you've set aside a, a, an item from your store, for instance, you've taken a picture of it, you're telling people about that item, everything feels a little staged, like literally it has been staged. Um, so something like a blog allows you to potentially take a wee step back from that staging exercise and really talk about um, yourself as a business and what your kind of ethos is, not your ethics, but your ethos, like what you're up to, like who you are. Um, I I did a, a lot of blogging for Fun Junction a while back um, and we basically looked at the nature of play and toys and all that kind of thing. You can explore all sorts of different angles and every single business will have that. I know that a local pest control company um, in uh, Creef, they were using blogs to quite um, strong effect because what would happen is somebody in the Perth and Kinross area would search, uh, how do you deal with an ant infestation in your shed? and um, because obviously um, the Strathairn Pest Control guys had been writing this blog, they would pop up as a local guide who was seemingly expert in the field and had an answer to how you would deal with this. And they would could read through, you know, try this, 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 and this. If none of these work, get in touch. We'll come around and give your, your property an assessment. A uh, great way of just putting yourself as like a really authentic expert in your local field, you know. And... Um, it, you don't have to be a service, you can be a, a, a retailer as well, you can be a creative, um, just, it's almost, you don't write it like a diary, but you don't write, a, write like a newspaper article either, you try and write as accessibly as possibly, as possible, make it slightly conversational. Um, and if you were to write these kind of things up, and then take a moment and take a sort of selfie cam stick into your, your shop or your, your place of business, um, set it up, you know, just where you're comfortable, get some good lighting and record basically what was in your blog post. That's you got something that's worthy of popping on YouTube or TikTok. The video quality doesn't have to be great. It's lovely if it is. Uh, but it's certainly, I mean, if you're the only one in a hundred mile radius that's talking about uh, the best, I don't know, if it was Makashi's, maybe the best horse feed for particular needs and you're telling people about that, when people search for you online, you're going to show up as the absolute expert in this area, uh, in this particular field as well. It's it, it, it's time consuming, but it's actually, it's strangely, you're sharing that product knowledge that you would be sharing with a customer anyway. So if you've got a quiet day, imagine you've got a pretend customer who has an unusual request or a very normal request and just write up what you would say to them. Like we all have these kind of scripts. I've worked in retail for a long time as well. Um, you get used to talking about your product, you get used to talking about the services that you offer um, and those scripts are in your head, just write them down um, if you feel like it you can record them and upload them to a video sharing site like TikTok or uh, YouTube you can even share the videos on places like Facebook and Instagram uh, I would say that Facebook and Instagram videos are a slightly difficult animal <laughs> to take control of, of but if you want some content for those as well, just pop the video wherever you like um, but the other thing is blog posts are searchable by Google. It's words on a page. 
Um, so when somebody, as I say, is searching for a specific search function and they're also in your area, um, Google will favor your post because it seems local to their query. Um, so it just gives you that little bit more search engine optimization, but without actually having to go crazy on um, search terms and things like that. Just write what you know and um, get known for what you know about. Um, so in, in terms of authenticity, that's about the best explanation I can come up with of like how to develop that authenticity. It is really hard to do in a short Facebook post or in a short Twitter post or whatever. The best you're going to manage in those kind of instances is it's going to be a photograph and a description of the product. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's not going to build you as an industry leader. Um, so a great way to kind of get yourself better known in, in your area, in your industry. Uh, is definitely that kind of authenticity building exercise of writing a blog post um, and potentially turning that into a video as well. Just gets you seen in lots of different ways. Um, helps build a reputation. Probably fine if you're a well-established business, but even then, even the most well-established business, um, there's going to be people new to what you do uh, that don't know who you are and maybe don't know people that know who you are. Um, so you can reach them if they're Googling these things and they don't really know about it. Um, a, a blog post is a fantastic way to kind of engage. Um, keep them short to start with um, for your own benefit as well. You don't want to be sitting there for three days editing text. Just write it down in the same way that you would answer a customer's query um, or a client's query. Um, and to the best of your knowledge, kind of fill in all those, all those spaces. And as you go, you know, it should be fairly easy. Um, personally, I would recommend trying WordPress.com as a, a place to host a blog. Uh, you can get a free site pretty easily. Um, you just put in your kind of business name. What will happen is you'll get your, your free site name will be uh, the name of your blog, uh, .wordpress.com. Um, it's quite easy to tell people about. You can also turn it into, uh, there's a little facility in there on uh, every single post. You can turn them into a little QR, scannable QR code that you could print out and pop out in store so somebody can scan that and, and read up on something. So uh, if you've got a product that you want to tell people about, you can pop the QR code right next to the product. They can scan it and find out all they like. You could even put it in your window next to products so that if you're, you know, if it's out of hours and somebody's walking past at six, seven o'clock in the evening and you've closed up for the night, if they see the products in the window and they like it, and it's like want to find out more, click on this QR code, they scan it with their phone and they can now read your blog post or watch your YouTube video about that particular product eh, or service if that's what you offer yourselves. Um, hopefully that kind of helps a little bit. Um, next up's just a very quick rundown of things I found uh, for local events and bit points of interest, that kind of thing. Uh, unfortunately, some of these are kind of a bit in the future. Um, I've just I've I've not done this for a while, but I basically did a kind of quick search through the. There's a public group, Perthshire Local, what's happening, um, and there's a few other kind of um, local pages that I came across things on. Um, as I say, it's hard to track down um, events. I know when you're running an event and you put it up on Facebook, it really feels like it's got so much visibility. Um, but this is probably a good example of how invisible certain events can be. If Even if I'm looking for events local to me and I'm searching on Facebook, it's not the best um, avenue to track that kind of thing down. Uh, Google's not great at it because it doesn't keep up to date with local events, you know, um, especially if you're not sharing it through Google's own system, and that's a fiddly thing to do. Um, so uh, if, you, if you're listening to this and you have a local event on um, after next Wednesday, it would be this time, um, 
please let me know and I'll try and make sure it gets featured in the podcast. Um, but as I say, I've got a few I've managed to track down, so I'll mention these and then I think we'll close off the programme for tonight because I think we've kind of covered uh, most of the bases there. Um, so first up, uh, where are we? Um, so, uh, Remake in Creef, um, they've popped up a blog post about this, uh, but they have an awful lot going on at Remake. It's developed into quite a, a large community organisation, um, offers an awful lot of different types of support. Uh, so the blog post will sort of fill you in on more details than that. Um, but they've got the, the Remake refillery um, for various different kind of bits and pieces you can pop along and kind of uh, get things without having to use plastic containers um, find out more about that on their blog um, you can have a look at things about their repair uh, and climate cafes and their commercial brokerage network um, you can pop along and, and read up on that um, they've also got kind of a tool um, tool library I think is the way to put it uh, where you can you know if you need bits and pieces you can pop along and uh, uh, sort of borrow something for the time that you need and, and return it. Um, lots of amazing things going on at Remake and Creef, um, and it's probably it's hitting the stage where it's big enough that it's worth a visit from further afield. So this isn't a Creef only, you know, servicing organisation. Pop pop along and check it out. And if, even if you're out in the Creef in the Perth area, it's worth a drive through. Certainly if you're in Ochterard, or pop through and have a look and see what they're up to. Uh, but as I say, I'll share a link to their uh, so th- their blog. Um, of address is remakescotland.co.uk slash blog so it's remakescotland.co.uk slash blog um, but the specific blog post that they've got I'll make sure I get a wee, a wee link to that um, and I'll tell you more about what they're up to um, next up we've got Perthshire Locals been getting quite a feature um, so they shared a photograph of the article itself uh, but they've been uh, mentioned in the Courier uh, because they're kind of helping put together an app that's boosting kind of um, traders in the high street um, certainly in the Perth area but it seems to be broadening out from there as well so it's, uh, it's sort of Perthshire sort of area centric um, there's a um, they've been kind of quite active in the past on Perthshire on Twitter uh, we'll make sure they get re-mentioned so they know that you know they've been dis- described here uh, the apps basically I, I'm trying to think of a way to describe it. so I've seen things uh, available online where you can set up an app for your own business where you can you know notify your customer or your clients about things that you're up to so that you're not completely reliant on something like Facebook or Twitter as your means of communication directly with a customer because quite often that gets kind of seized in a little bit and um, especially with Facebook you find that if you want that content to get that a little bit further on you usually have to pay the ad prices for it which is not great you know but some businesses can fit that into their model some businesses just can't afford that advertising it's not worth sharing a post about a product that's worth five pounds if the advert for the post costs five pounds you've made nothing it's been kind of a waste of your time Um, so an app that kind of allows you to directly interact with um, your customers in the area is definitely worth a try. Um, I'm, I, I try not to do sort of personal endorsements of certain you know products and, and ideas, uh, but it definitely you know it's one of these things might be worth getting in touch with them. Um, if you've got a business and you're struggling to get your information to customers, you know, especially if you've over the last few years been a Facebook-centric uh, business. Uh, Facebook is getting harder and harder as a as a platform 
in terms of um, how businesses can and organisations can get their information out there. Um, so this is it's worth a look. You can certainly have a chat with them and see whether they could meet your communications needs and meet your needs in terms of visibility um, through their app. Um, so, uh, as I say, I, I, I don't know enough about the app because I, I don't run a local business that would be utilising an app like um, the Perth Street Local app, um, but certainly worth getting in touch with them to find out about it. Um, next up is just a quick wee post um, that I saw pop up. It was uh, Ochengarich Wildlife Park there out in Comrie, um, and uh, their white um, peacock is starting to grow its tail back, which is a sign that spring's coming. So uh, nice to see that. I did wonder the other day, you get that kind of smell of spring in the air. It feels a little, well, I don't feel the cold as much as others. So uh, I, I sort of said to my wife the other day, oh, oh it feels a bit warm, you know, it feels spring-like. It's like, no. <laughs> so uh, yeah, for me, it feels like spring's on the way. For others, it might be another month or two. But certainly for this uh, white peacock at Ochengarach, I think they're in agreement with me. So that's, there we go. And um Another one was um, Family Fun up at the North Inch Community Library in, uh, in Perth. Um, so you can join them for a cuppa and a cake at the North Inch Community Library and find out what your community library has to offer. Uh, it was a family event, so they're going to have a storyteller, uh, Aileen Budd. They'll be telling tales of Scottish folklore. Uh, there'll be refreshments and cake. There'll be a tombola. There's arts and crafts. There's a children's lucky dip. They have a demonstration of the 3D printer, which I know my 14-year-old would love. Uh, and um, Mbots from Makerspace. I'm not sure what Mbots is. That must be something that's shown my age. 100% uh, <laughs> of the money raised at this event gets directly reinvested into services in your libraries. Um, so the admission, uh, the entry at the door is two pounds for adults, one pound for children. Uh, and as I say, the the uh, the money raised goes directly to run the services that they're showing you right there, the storytelling and uh, and all that. Um, so that's at the North Inch Community Campus um, and it's on the 16th of February. So as I said, some of these events are a wee way away, but it's one to stick into the, the calendar. So Thursday the 16th of February from 2 o'clock till 4 o'clock um, and it's at the North Inch Community Campus. One of these you can pop along after school with it finishing at 4. You still get a wee while with primary school age children to go and uh, investigate what's going on. Um, so... Um, and then we have, uh, on the 12th of February, we've got What is Love? A Valentine's Art Class at the North Muirton Community Centre. Uh, it's, uh, it's an event by Freedom of Expression Art Workshop. Um, so come and play with uh, jelly plates, make papers and enjoy two and a half hours of me time. 12th of February at North Muirton Community Centre. We'll provide all paints, some papers that are already printed. Uh, explain how to use jelly plates, napkins, stencils and stamps. This is a workshop for people new to jelly printing. Uh, only five spaces are left at the moment. Uh, Tracy is also making a, a Valentine's Floral Centre. Um, and So that's the Freedom of Expression Art Workshop um, at North Muirton Community Centre on Sunday the 12th of February uh, from 2 till half past 4. Uh, I'll post a link to this um, uh, event as well so you can kind of contact them and find out more details as i say with five spaces left i think we need to get in quick and uh, i think that'll cover us for for this week's events i didn't track down an awful lot i think once we got past all the uh, stuff about um burns night um we kind of uh we kind of ran out of events 
Um, so we had a lot of events last week, very few this week. Um, so apologies for that. But if you do have a local event and you'd like it spoken about, please, please, please get in touch. Um, it's really often it's the only way I'm going to hear about it. Uh, I will try and search for local events, um, but it's much easier if you tell me about it directly, and then I can make sure that gets uh, gets shared. Uh, the other one that's worth a mention is uh, the Creef, uh, uh, Stra- well, the Strathern Arts um, in Creef, the, the art space up the road. Um, they've been doing these kind of warm uh, Wednesdays, and um, so they release the information about their uh, their week of activities. Um, basically, it doesn't correspond to when I'm doing the podcast. So their warm Wednesdays are on Wednesdays. Um, so today's has already been. And um, so let's have a look. Oh, good. Okay, they've got it released. Um, so today's was the 25th. So we'll go into the 1st of February. So I've actually got the, the names of films and everything. So Warm Wednesdays is a free uh, thing to go to. So you just go in and the film's on free. They've got tea, coffee and hot chocolate. The idea of Warm Wen- Watch Warm Wednesdays is to offer a safe, warm, comfortable place for you and your family uh, to go and just take a minute you know uh, we're in the middle of a, a fuel crisis um, and it's affecting different households in different ways uh, I think this is a really nice initiative it's happening throughout Perthshire so it's definitely as I said a few weeks back there's, there's links um, in the Perth and Conross website that will tell you somewhere more local to yourself where you can go and enjoy a warm place you know just the heating's on just go in and, and enjoy it um, a lot of these places offer refreshments and things as well. Uh, for the most part, they're free to access. Um, certainly, the, in, the, in the case of the Strathern Arts. Um, so next week, first uh, of February, at half past one in the afternoon. So when all the kids are at school, you can pop along to watch Cabaret. Uh, and as I say, there's free teas and coffees and hot chocolate. Um, uh, and then at four o'clock in the afternoon, when the kids are finished school, they've got Sing Two. You can take the kids up absolutely free show uh, and enjoy some free teas and coffees and things as well um, children under 12 have to be accompanied by an adult that's uh, kind of I think most places you would understand why <laughs> um, but it's uh, yeah it's not it's not a childcare facility but it's certainly somewhere that you can go and enjoy it as a family so if you've picked the kids up from school and you know if you want to give the, the heating a rest at home for a while pop in watch a film you can just enjoy it it's a, it's a chance to kind of relax a bit. Uh, 8th of February, um, so two weeks' time, um, they've got uh, half past one, they've got Fisherman's Friends. I think I saw an advert for that a while back, it looked quite good. Um, that's on at 1.30 in the afternoon. Again, this is the adult showing. Um, and then at 4pm, they've got Raya and the Last Dragon, which I watched with my family a while back. Really good film, uh, quite enjoyable. Um, so you can pop in, watch, you can watch both if you like go and see that in the afternoon then go and pick the kids up bring them back up and cosy afternoon um, with free teas and coffees okay um, I think that kind of covers us uh, let's move on to where are we um, so uh, yeah I think that'll close us off for the, the, the evening um, once again I mean I pointed this out when the uh, Perthshire our live event started I didn't say it at the, the start of the podcast. I like to just get going with the podcast. Um, Perthshire Hour is on at officially 8 o'clock um, in the evening on a Wednesday. 
every Wednesday until nine o'clock. Um, I'll normally start the recording around quarter past eight once I've kind of got the, the script the script set up and um, found a few events to talk about. Uh, it takes me a few hours to get the scripts and everything all set together. It'd be much faster if people tell me what's going on. So my wee disclaimer at the start uh, on the live event today uh, was basically if you've got something going on in the area, please, please, please let me know. Um, even if you just want to be that week's featured business or um, organisation or if you're a local uh, creative, you can just tell me all about um, what you're up to and I'll make sure that gets into the podcast. Um, before we finish up, normally I start the, the night off with uh, a quick check of the Perthshire Hour hashtag on uh, Twitter. It's uh, something that we were using a long time back. Uh, it was getting a lot more use. Twitter's an odd wee place at the moment, um, but thankfully there's a few people still hashtagging their, their um, bits and pieces on um, Perthshire Hour. Uh, I've been trying to keep track of it on uh, other social media too. Most of the other platforms don't allow you to see the most recent use of a hashtag. They don't use hashtags like Twitter does. Um, so I, I'm just having to rely on Twitter. I've tried to do it before, but you just lose track and you start seeing posts from 2015 and things, and it's not relevant to what we're up to at the moment. Um, so Macashes has shared uh, the new Ariat Europe Wellington boots are back in stock, um, and we've got a merry jig coming from their TikTok. Um, also a nice wee kind of plug of the fact that Macash is on TikTok. Um, so, uh, and I'm sure if you ask them nicely, they'll show you the links to their TikTok. Or if you search for Macashes on TikTok, hopefully they'll attract them down that way too. Um, they've got some extra discount on their winter clothing sale as well. So if you bring in a screenshot shot of the tweet that they've tweeted, uh, you receive a 40% discount on any clothing item marked with a 20% ticket. So, wow, well done guys. That's a, that's a really nice offer to help support Perthshire Hour. So, nice way to show off that you're uh, utilising Perthshire Hour. You can chat to the folk with caches about it as well. Um, just trying to get this thing back up and running again. And um, I think we're getting there. I think we're starting to see more people kind of um, post about things and respond to things. Um, so it's just getting the word around. So if you're listening to this uh, and you are in the Perthshire area and you know a few other people who run businesses or organisations in the area, please just share them a, a link to the um, to the podcast. The podcast mentions um, what's going on on Twitter. Um, and as I say, it's, it's also... I'm trying to be actively involved with what's going on on Instagram and on Facebook. Um, but it's done in a different way. Um, so if you click on the hashtag Perthshire Hour or type in the hashtag Perthshire Hour um, on either of those social media networks, you should find posts by me and you can kind of uh, interact there. Uh, and by hook or crook, we'll, we'll get information that you're trying to share uh, onto the podcast. Um, but uh, yeah, as, as I say, thanks for listening. It's a long one that we've had tonight. Um, and uh, I'll see you again next week um, and hopefully hear from you between now and then. Okay, thanks for listening in. Uh, all the best. Bye.